Speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, February 7th, 2022. Holy smokes, on today's episode, we got uh, How Was My Weekend? Also, uh, I was talking about I was going to do a recipe last week, but then I motherfucker forgot. So you know, we're going to start from the top of the show. Where I got my freestyle flow, Big Drew on the mic, cause you know we gonna drop the beat and the content machine, gonna stop it to the feet, you know, that's what I mean. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, 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 February 7th, 2022. <laughs> Uh, hi. <laughs> hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, February 7, 2022. How are you? I hope you're doing good. Did you have a good weekend? I hope you're having a good weekend. Thank you so much for checking in with me. I'm checking in with you as well. Uh, I hope you're having a good weekend. You know, uh, where it's February, we just got a uh, Groundhog Day just happened. Puxatawney Phil and all those cocksucking other cocksuckers, they all saw their shadows. So it looks like we're stuck in winter for six more weeks. Um, and yeah, that's uh, that's what it is. So whatever, buddy, at least the sun's staying out later. I saw something on the internet said that in 40 days, the sun will be going to bed. Not going to bed. <laughs> The sun does. The sun will be going night night, um, in four in forty day night night sun. Yo, when I was a kid, every time I would draw the sun, I would draw the sun with sunglasses on, because I just thought it was so funny that the sun would be wearing sunglasses. But it's like, why does he need sunglasses? Like from from what? <laughs> he is the sun. <laughs> Yo, a sun wearing sunglasses is awesome. Anyways. The sun's going to go night-night at 7 p.m. Uh, coming up here pretty quick. Like 40 days. Only 40 days away till 7 p.m. night-night for the sun. Which is great, man. Uh, the, you know, that means we're getting out of winter. That was a hard thing. That was one of the hardest parts about living in Alberta, buddy. Is just like the fucking sun gets like in, in the morning in the middle of winter. It's like 8.45, 9. And then it goes to bed at like... <laughs> and then the sun sets at like, you know, 3.48 you know, four four oh two or whatever the fuck. And it's just like, I remember going to school and just like going to school and it's dark. And then like you get two recesses and a lunch and then you go home and it's dark again. <laughs> You're just fucking living in the darkness and the cold, man. That place is fucking, here's the thing about Alberta, buddy, is that it's the four months that it's nice. It's the nicest place in the fucking world, man. Alberta in the summer, like, the first two weeks of August in Alberta, oh, buddy, like, let's fucking go, man. Just whipping in around the Rocky down south. You know, you got the best hiking. Oh, man, just the weather is just amazing, right? But the other eight months, the other, <laughs> the other, because <laughs> it's like, it starts getting shitty, like, the end of August. Like, around my birthday, like, you're lucky. Now, with, like, global warming and shit, it stays a little bit nicer. But when I was a kid, it was like... I remember there being snow on my birthday sometimes. September 2nd, I'm born. And sometimes I remember there being a light dusting on my birthday. So it's like fucking A. And it would also be the first day of school. So it's like it starts getting shitty around September. And then October is just gray and fucking shit. 
And sometimes back in the day, also, there used to be snow in Halloween. I remember there being like snow banks during Halloween and we would just fucking put our snowsuits under our costumes. We had to f- buy costumes or make costumes that could facilitate an entire snowsuit underneath in the early 90s. <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, and then the fucking weather is just shit. And then you get into the winter and it's just absolute fucking a nightmare from like November on through to like, honestly, like March and then April, it's just all shit, wet, fucking just icy, melty. And then there could be like another massive freeze snowfall in like April. And then all the shit gets heavy, that ice. Oh man. the trees get all fucked up. And that shit's everywhere. And then fucking finally come May, it kind of starts getting a little bit better. And then, but even like May long, like May 2-4 is like shit. It's like fucking still like two degrees at night. Like you can't really go camping. And then June starts and you're like, okay, it starts picking up in June. And then you get June is nice. And then July and August. And then you're like, okay. And then September, it starts over again. And you're like, fuck this place. <laughs> Uh, like does the niceness of of the parts about that's why it's like i don't know i think like <clears throat> coming to visit in the winter and coming to visit in the summer is my move because like i don't know being there long term is just fucked up um anyways let's talk about uh if you're in alberta <laughs> let's talk about uh let's do a little bit of a how was my motherfucking weekend Okay, uh, a little Mixolodian at the end there. Okay, um, a Mixolodian. Oh, I got a good dad rock for today, actually, too. I went back to a blues one, uh, so that'll be fun. Uh, teaser coming up in the show. Uh, pretty bluesy dad rock. Uh, how was my weekend? How was your weekend? Did you get out there and fucking crush some chores, crush some workouts, just relax? Did you go out? Did you bake a thing? Did you go shopping? Did you do your laundry? Did you uh, see your... Th- thing did you do that guy did you meet the guy did you take the one thing in to get the thing changed on it or or, and then and then he said there's other couple things and you're like fuck we'll just do the one thing now and then we'll get back to those other couple things later (laughs) what the fuck am i talking about uh i had a good weekend man it was back doing comedy bro we're back inside man fucking people no longer give a fuck about anything Uh, everyone is over covid now it's awesome Everyone's an anti-masker. <laughs> Everyone is an anti-masker now, man. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. Everyone's an anti-masker, and it's great. Um, <laughs> they're all pro-vax anti-maskers. They're like, fuck you, man. How many more shots? I think after the third one, like the system was like, okay, I think three. Like, we got it. That's enough. You can. And could you? I think they're gonna shut, turn all this shit back to normal on like. In March, like pretty much like exactly two years. Like they it was like a two year. They're like, we're just going to fuck your ass for two straight years and then let you go. And then we'll see how that goes because of the fucking that was just like a trial run for the eventual fucking uh, calamity that's about to happen because of the amount of fucking global debt that's just about to hit the roof and everyone's at a quarter fucking percent race and it's a fucking game of it's like a Mexican standoff on who's gonna jack the interest rates first and what the ripple effect of that's gonna be and I think the fucking financial market and the securities market and all that shit and all these is gonna just go fucking nuts bro is gonna go nuts um <laughs> anyways how was my weekend? Uh, it's I don't know why I always talk about the fucking 
It all is the underpinning current. Anyways, uh, I had a good weekend. We're back doing shows, so I was in fucking Kitchener, Waterloo. Oh, actually, so Thursday, uh, we were back at the Corner Comedy Club doing our fucking shows, and it was really great, man. We had people back in, me and Natish, doing our thing. Um... You know, we're getting regulars. They love the show, so we just jacked it up. It was just really nice to just be back home. And then Friday, I was supposed to do Mike Rita had a sold-out show at Planet Paradise. But fucking, I got there, and then the fire alarm went off within five minutes. So everyone cleared out, and I, I, I was parked, like, illegally in front of the venue. And I knew all the fucking fire trucks were going to show up. And, the, and if they have to, they'll just fucking smash the windows of your car if they feel like they need to get the hose through there. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to drive away. So I drove away chilling for a couple minutes and then i like come back around i'm looking for somewhere to park looking for somewhere to park i can't find anywhere to park and i was like you know what fuck this i'm just out of here <laughs> so i just dipped and everyone's like what the fuck happened to you i was like i don't know man i just fucking dipped bro like that shit was just like i just i don't know i'm just at that point where i'm just like yeah it's just if it's not easy like that like i, I just i'm out <laughs> there's a bunch of fucking fire alarms going off fire trucks fucking wee venue can't find anywhere to park. I'm coming back around. I got fucking everyone's going to come back after intermission. Apparently, the show was better after that, which I'm kind of bummed about because my, in my estimation, I was like, well, everyone's going to be all fucking fucked up after the fucking intermission anyways or whatever. So anyways, I regret that. So whatever. Sorry, Reitz. Um, But uh, it was all good because Saturday uh was in Kitchener, Waterloo. The crazy Canuck <clears throat> has just this, this restaurant. They fucking, I think I was talking about this on Thursday. Was I talking about this on Thursday? Yeah. Anyways, the fucking guy who runs it is like a wicked ass chef and he loves stand up. So he's like converted his restaurant like into a comedy club on the weekend. They pretty much run shows there like every weekend. It's like a, it's like a literal comedy club now. And they even admitted it to themselves and they built a stage like with the fire. It's like perfect. So, um, so we go there and I'm like, uh, and then they're like, yeah, you come down or whatever. I'm like, yeah. And they got these Barrera tacos that they just put on the menu, which if you're, if you know anything about the fucking taco community, if you're in the food world, you know that, uh, you know, in 2021, Barrera tacos kind of took off, uh, as like a new food craze, a new cool food. Um, you know, those fucking, I don't, I can't remember where these were started. I think it was Jalisco or some shit like that. Anyways, um, oh, I got a fucking Rogers email. Let's check this. Hey, Drew, I hope you're selling okay. Not an easy feat when virtual. I'm going to do a segment. <laughs> check out the website. Comes talking points. Oh, okay. Great. Got some homework to do with that. Okay. Anyways, uh, uh, what the fuck was I talking about before this? I was talking about. I was talking about doing comedy at the Crazy Canuck. Okay, so yeah, so I fucking go down and they and these guys made the Barrera tacos. They put them on, on the menu and it was a special thing. And then they took it off the menu, but I told them we told them we we're coming, me and Natish, and we we're like, buddy, can you make these tacos for us? So they made off-menu tacos for us, and they are so fucking good. They're crispy and cheesy, and just the meat is so fucking good, and the consomme that you dip it in is just delicious. Um my only my only thing is that I wish it was just I uh, had a little bit of heat to it. it. Everything else was it was perfect. They they were cooked perfectly. The flavor was amazing. I just felt like maybe a little heat might have been necessary or cool. Um, other than that, that shit was fucking. It was like literal ten out of ten. Uh, and that's probably just and that's because that's just my personal preference. I like a little spicy. You could just put a little cholula on there, I guess. But anyways. A fucking show is banging, sold out show, and uh, and I'm just doing, I thought I was hosting, and it turns out I was just doing like a fucking little co-middle spot, so I'm like, oh, buddy, great. 
I'm just going to load them up with the fucking, the new shit that I'm working on. And I got this fucking new bit about baby boomers that I'm trying to work on about how I feel sorry for baby boomers. Because they're a generation of people raised by people traumatized by World War II, who are a generation of people who are traumatized by, are raised by people who are traumatized by World War I. <laughs> so I just fucking, you know, it's like the circle of war. Um, and then there was a table of baby boomers, like right on stage, right. And I was like, I have been doing comedy, like, so it, I don't know, like, I haven't done like club comedy in a long time. And I came up like as a club comic, like I am a fucking club comic. I'm, I, that's what I, that's how I learned to do stand up. That's where I fucking, the comic strip, you know, like I'm a club comic who's celebrating anything. You know what I mean? That sort of comedy. Like, I fucking, I can do that very well. <laughs> and then I forgot that, though. Because I've been fighting with crowds, like, I don't know. Like, the corner's hard, man. Like, it's a fucking hard room. And, like, you know, you're right there. They're right there. And there's there, it's a different type of suspended disbelief. Like, you really, like, you know, it's more about vibes and shit and fucking whatever. Whereas, like, club comedy is, like, it's, like, there's almost, like, this, like, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a trick. Like the audience is not a trick, but it's like something that people go to and they know that they're a part of. And, uh, and yeah, so I'm like, what's this table? Oh, we got a table of baby boomers here. And everyone's like, Oh, like a table. Like they don't know each other, but they know they're all part of something. And it's just like, and then I just started ripping on the baby boomers and I tore into my new baby boomer material. And then, Oh man, it just worked so well. And it was flowing. And I was like, bang, bang, boom. And I was like, when I was in it, I, I took a second to even like, you know, because I don't know, I've been doing this for so long, like you can kind of go in like almost like autopilot mode. And then like, you know, you start thinking about like what your next jokes are going to be. And you're like, hey, I'm going to I'm just going to wrap this up. And then you're like already mentally like a couple minutes ahead of where you are currently. Um, So there's that. I've talked about that before on this podcast about being mentally like a, a couple jokes ahead of yourself and where you're going to slide in and blah, 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 blah. Right. But instead of doing that, I was like mentally, I was like, yo, this is sick. I'm like, look at this, man. Like, I'm going to take a beat and just like, I forgot like how fun club comedy is. And just like, yeah, like I don't, I don't mind like, you know, saying it like I, I'm good at it. Like I've been practicing for a long time at this and, and you know, I'm good at it. And it was fun. It was nice to be good at it again and to feel good and to, you know, do jokes that were new and that were, you know, were hitting and I was in the zone and I was you know, doing full, full me and my voice. And, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm, it was nice to kind of like turn and leave. Cause I'm still, cause I, before I'm trying to find the balancing act between having something to say and fucking being goofy. And, uh, and like, you know, I think this is a good, like, you know, a good starting, it's like a good opening joke, you know, it contextualizes where I'm coming from. I feel sorry for baby boomers, blah, 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 make a couple jokes, still be goofy and then be like, yeah, no, but seriously, like, you know, this is a, uh, the system was created and maybe have that through line of just like, b like blaming baby boomers for everything or some shit like that, you know, having this millennial rage. Uh, but yeah, it was nice just to fucking do that shit on Saturday. Um, and then, yeah, we just drove back from Kitchener, had those fucking amazing tacos. And uh, and then after Danny and I were hanging out with Paul Thompson and Luke Lawrence, which was sick. Couple fucking solid boys. Uh, and yeah, we had, had a little barbecue and it was just nice. Four comedians all at, done shows that like, you know, and we're all hanging out at midnight, 1230, you know, like it's actually pretty sick. I'm like, yo, this is pretty sick. Um, I just love 
I just love stand-up. <laughs> I forgot how much I love stand-up. I think it's awesome. And then Sunday, I was headlining the show. This kid, Thomas Jones, or some shit he does. Like, uh, he's a good, he's a new comic, and he's good at booking and shit, but he's got, like, new comic. He's still, you know, he did, we all did it when we were new, but it's, like, booking, like, a fucking nine-hour show and doing time in between and fucking, you know, I don't know, just, like, new guy stuff. But he's, like, one of those, like, guys who's, like, popular in his friends group, so he can always, he has, like, a bunch of friends, and, like, he'll always bring them down and shit and whatever, so... He's a good guy, and he had me headlining, but the show starts at 9.30 on the poster, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to show up. I'm going to leave at 10 and then get there like 10.15, which I did, and then the show didn't even start yet, and I was like, fuck. <sighs> it's like new guy stuff. He was waiting for an eight top, and it's like, buddy, you can't hold the rest of the audience hostage for fucking 45 minutes just because you're waiting for an eight top. Sorry, they're not coming, right? And then fucking, so then he finally fires up the show, and then everyone's lighting, and it's going well or whatever. Um... But it's just late, man, and it's a long show, and there's, like, 10 acts, and everyone's doing, like, fucking 10, 12 minutes. So by the time it's, like, my turn, it's, like, 11 fucking 45, and everyone's been there since, like, qu probably quarter after 9. And it's Sunday, and we all got to work tomorrow, and everyone's just fucking man, just tired and shit. So, um, yeah, uh, fucking I just went up, and I was just, like, started yelling and... And I was like, I'm tired too. Like, I want to go home. And there's like people on their cell phones. And they were just fine. Nobody, like, it was fun. And the people that were listening were enjoying it. But everyone was just tired. So I was like supposed to headline. I did like fucking, I looked at my phone. I was like, okay, I got to be like, it was like nine minutes and 45 seconds. And I was like, fuck. So I just started getting crazy. I did like a comedy squat. I did like a fucking, you know, I just started fucking around. And then, yeah, after it's like, you know, I look at my phone. And I'm like, I got 13 minutes. It's like, okay, well, buddy, like, we're pretty much fucking done here. Like, there's not much, like. What do you want me to do, bro? Like, keep just doing comedy just because I'm supposed to or because the head, like, nobody, like, we're done. The show's over. Like, it's like, it's naturally come to its end and I'm going to leave now. So I just left. <laughs> I'm sure he wanted me to do like 20, but I did like 13. It's like, well, fuck, bro. That's what you get when you start a show at fucking 10, 15 on Sunday and you have fucking 12 acts. Like, that's what happens. The headliner, they're not going to fucking do, do a half an hour for no fucking reason. At least I'm not. Maybe someone would. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that. Anyways, uh, okay, so that was my weekend. Uh, I hope you guys had a good weekend as well. And promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patreons. Ooh, I've been uploading lots of content, man. Uh, this I'm I'm on it now. I figured it out, bro. Like I fucking I think I kind of figured it out. Cause it's just like, you just got to find ways to make content through what you do. And it's like, if I can just, so what I just uploaded, I uploaded a new video of me voice tracking my one hour uh, radio show. I'm vo uploading lots of interview episodes, all this shit. So anyways, uh, if you want access to bonus content, like fucking radio behind the scenes, uh, shit, a bunch of interview episodes, my stand up clips, uh, exclusive, all that shit. And a, an individualized personalized shout out on the podcast. Then you can be like these fine people. Uh, uh, what do we got here? We got Anthony. We are, we got, Anth uh, no, we got, where is it? Where's my list? Okay. New guy, Mark, uh, Kudal, Anthony, Patrick, Mac, Nick, Nick and Mac, Bryce, uh, Bubba, Marnus, Joel, Isaac. Uh, we got Taryn and in the motherfucking hall of fame, Colette and Andre say they name. What up? What up? Uh, Blair. Where's Blair? I said Blair. Okay, and also, uh, so go to patreon.com slash Drew Bame. It's only five bucks a month, bro. It's a cold cut combo, man. That's fucking a buck a week, a buck 25 a week. 
You know, a buck twenty-five a week, man. That's seventy-five cents a podcast. If you like this podcast and you listen to it every week, you yeah, and you want to give me seventy-five cents for your twenty minutes, then that's great. Go to Patreon.com/slash/DrewBame and sign up right now for our only tier. It's the five-dollar cold cut combo tier. It's a six-inch. I called it that because it's a, the price of a six-inch cold cut combo. Every month, you want to slide me a cold cut combo? Also, promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our marijuana sponsor, KingTutsCannabis.com, our one and only sponsor for over two years now. Go to KingTutsCannabis.com, use the promo code Drew, D-R-E-W, for motherfucking 10% off your weed. And uh, Nick messaged me, bro. This guy got a Royale with cheese for 250 bro. Come on, a Royale with cheese for 250 for those of you who have never seen Pulp Fiction. Or you're not a drug person. That is a quarter pound, bro. A fucking QP for $250, bro. If you told me that in high school, I'd be like, okay, well, I, like, it's like you have, you've handcuffed me. I have to sell weed now. Because if you get QPs for $250, bro, you can hit the block, man. Even if you're slanging those fucking for $40 quarters, bro. That's a buck sixty a zip, man. We're talking fucking cashish, man. You're t- <laughs> if you want to be a weed dealer, go to... <laughs> Go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew and you can get a fucking QPs for $250 and get, start your own little weed dealing business. Go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew right now for 10% off your order at checkout. Smoke like an Egyptian. Okay, that's good. And now we're going to do the dad rock. It's 1035 uh, on February 7th, 2022 for me. Uh, 1035 Eastern time. So, yeah, uh, let's fucking fire up the dad rock and you don't have to listen. But, uh, yeah, thank you for listening to the show. We'll see you. Oh, I can't. Where is it? Okay, I'm pretty happy this one's called Seductive Blues Groove Guitar Backing Track Jam in B Minor. Okay. Oh, little. Okay. Oh, yeah.
All right, that's enough. I thought I was gonna get a little. When I was jamming on this one initially, I think I, I that's when it was. I should have recorded that because I had the juice there, but then I lost it. That's okay. <coughs> ah!